0: Okay, good morning. We are going to go ahead and jump into Psalm 95. And again, I apologize for the uh, grass cutting noise. Hopefully it won't be too bad as we get going. So Psalm 95. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the flock under his care. Today, if only you would hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah, as you did that day at Massah in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested me. They tried me though they had seen what I did, For 40 years, I was angry with that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared on my oath, in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. So our psalm today opens with an invitation to join in joyous praise to God. Sing, shout, give thanks, extol him with music and song. Such a great way to start our day and our week. Exuberant praise to God because he saved us. Because he's the great God the king of all gods and the Lord of everything think about what he's done about who he is he created everything the lofty mountains the mysterious oceans and he's the rock of our salvation it's because of him that we're not destroyed it's because of God's goodness that we're not cast away as useless rebels come let us bow down and worship he says let us kneel before the Lord our maker for he is our God And we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Here we're moving from excited jubilant praise into a more solemn and costly worship. He's amazing. He's done wonderful things. God is awesome. He's mightier and more powerful than we could imagine. He's our God. We bow to him in worship. We humble ourselves. We're reminded again that life is not about us. We're not the center of the story. It's him, it's all him. Our place is at his feet on our knees. We acknowledge that we're small and weak, but he is great and powerful. In worship is surrender. In bowing, we're pledging allegiance to him. He's the sovereign of our lives. We are his. Our time is his, our possessions, our ambitions, our desires, it's all his. Our future, our sense of right and wrong, all must bow to his sovereignty. We we lay all of ourselves humbly and gratefully at his feet For he's our god and we are the people of his pasture we are his and he cares for us we bow before him knowing that we can utterly trust him today he goes on if only you would hear his voice do not harden your hearts as you did at meribah as you did that day at massa in the wilderness where your ancestors tested me they tried me though they've seen what i did and worship is utter submission not an agreement to do what he says once he's explained everything and made it clear, not once we agree, not on a case-by-case basis. We surrender all to him right up front. We give ourselves no out. He's our plan A and there is no plan B. We'll often not understand what he's doing or why he's seemingly doing nothing, but we are his. Therefore, don't harden your hearts. Don't harden your hearts. What temptations tend to lead you towards hardness of heart? Be brutal in casting those things aside. The people of God hardened their hearts at Meribah and Massah. They complained about the lack of water. This is referring to the people of Israel in the the wilderness. Though God had delivered them with miraculous power out of Egypt and led them into the wilderness in safety, they still didn't trust him. They doubted he'd provide for them everything that they needed. They thought that he let them die in the desert for lack of water or food. So their hearts became hard the same hearts that had been overflowing in joy and gladness just a short time before when they witnessed his deliverance like the psalm they began in boisterous praise but they didn't go on to surrender and humble worship and so the psalmist warns, warns us don't be like them even though they had experienced god's salvation they didn't trust him again what leads your heart towards hardness what doubts about god steal your joy and tame your worship let the ancient israelites Or like the ancient Israelites at Meribah, is it because you don't really think that he's going to care for you? You're not sure that you can trust him? You've got to have that plan B? Or is it because of something that you've been through and you don't understand why did he allow that? You can never trust him again after that. Or is it because of what you see in the world around, the injustice, the darkness, the violence? Whatever it is, don't allow these thoughts to take you down the road of doubt. You have to choose to trust. Everything rides on that if you would hear his voice if you would hear god and know his will don't harden your heart if you want to know his way trust him for 40 years i was angry with that generation i said they are a people whose hearts go astray and they have not known my ways so i declared on oath in my anger they shall never enter my rest what a heavy end to the psalm A psalm that began with such lightness and joy and exuberance singing and shouting about god's salvation and now we come to this challenge and this warning and we come i believe to true worship the call to surrender all to jesus and trust him with absolutely everything otherwise we'll not have rest we won't have peace we won't know his ways remember that he's worthy he will provide and he'll save and he'll protect he'll give us rest but we have to trust and follow not begrudgingly but from the heart Do not harden your hearts as a pastor, as a follower of Jesus. I I see people beginning to rejoice and follow God and then something happens and they begin to harden their hearts. They come to a Meribah in the wilderness and they begin to doubt and sort of fade away and they don't enter his rest. God wants you to enter his rest. He wants me to. He wants peace father with the psalmist we joyfully praise you this morning we declare your goodness and your righteousness your creativity your power your majesty you're amazing and you've noticed us and you've done such great things for us you've even saved us from sin and death and adopted us into your family and given us the gift of eternal life we praise you lord god help us to not be like our hebrew forefathers at meribah who tested you and didn't believe you or trust you keep our hearts soft and our love burning We do trust you, Father. We do humbly bow before you in adoration and worship today. You are worthy. Receive the offering of our lives. We are yours, amen.